When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed uh, for joining me. It's Friday. I always feel like this these days. Got through another week, guys. Just waiting for normal life to resume. Get Just getting through the weeks as they go. I know we've got a lot more freedoms, but I think it's one's going to be really, really aware of, of the lack of freedoms uh, that people think they've got right now as we do actually head uh, in, into more of the summer. Uh, Euro's kicking off tonight. England playing Croatia on Sunday afternoon. You think, brilliant. After the pub, big party. You see those wonderful images, don't you, of uh, people, you know, just... Crowds and crowds of people then throwing the pints in the air when England scores. Well, none of that. If you're at a pub, you know, rule of six, sitting at a table, no singing allowed, no standing allowed. I mean, you know, is it the same thing? Uh, We'll be talking about that a little bit later on and uh, whether or not we are going to ever see the end of lockdown uh, and of course G7 Summit as well and joining me for all the chat today as regularly on a Friday is comedian Dave Chawner. Good morning to you. Good morning to now, you. A little birdie tells me that that cheery voice is masking something of a bleary eyed head but for a very good reason. What were you doing last night? I was back gigging. I, I've been so lucky. It's <laughs> genuinely in the past seven days I've done eight gigs which has been Amazing. brilliant. It's and, and what sort incredible. of circum- in what sort of circumstances have you got sort of I mean, I'm not not insulting you as a comedian I'm talking about social distancing <laughs> rules four people sitting separately wearing masks and sitting in silence at the back how's it working I tell you what last night we had uh, 60 people in Get which it. was a uh, 130 capacity uh, but obviously it sold out with social distancing and then I'm down in Brighton and I was up in Birmingham yeah it's been lovely and you know what people want it to oh, work yeah. so it does they're easier gigs if I'm honest people that people are like I'll laugh at anything <laughs> <laughs> just yes. just let me out of the house yeah oh that's brilliant I'm I'm delighted to hear that I was being fascinated actually to read that nightclub owners who are threatening to open um, on the 21st of June, no matter what. That's sort of, you know, at one minute past midnight, starting club nights at one minute past midnight. Oh, I remember those days. Um, but, you know, whatever happens. I mean, people are just so desperate to get back to normal life. Well, I, I think it's about half-half now. I think the country's now split uh, half-half. People who are just, oh, shouldn't oh, shouldn't be doing anything other than going to the supermarket or the park. And the rest of us going, oh, for goodness sake, let's get on with it. Um, we'll get on to the G7 summit in a moment, but I do want to talk, off, talk about what is 
happening in terms of end of lockdown. Um, it's gone from like a two-week delay to possibly a four-week delay. Those, It looks like that is the debate that's going on in number 10 and what the Prime Minister is going to decide this weekend. On Monday, he's going to announce that's the 14th uh, where we're going to be on the 21st of June. We know for sure that weddings are going to be normalised-ish, as in you can not have a limited number of guests. It's more than 30. Although, of course, you still can't. And dancing is frowned upon and you have to wear masks. So, frankly, it's still not the fun wedding that you would have thought it would be. And socially distanced tables will limit numbers anyway. I don't know how many venues can have everyone two metres apart and have a couple hundred people in. But um, but the, the, we're told the key issue here is, is, you know, we could have come out except for the fact we've got this Indian variant. Professor Neil Ferguson, remember him, everybody, Boo, hiss. Uh, he, he's now reckons that the Indian variant is now 60% transmissible. Matt Hancock, a couple of days ago, I mean, literally two days ago, was saying it was 40% more transmissible than the Kent variant. Um, we, 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 we know the Kent variant was more transmissible. It became the most dominant variant uh, around many parts of the world. Kent variant is the most dominant. So the Indian variant is now the most dominant variant here in the UK. But we're told that, you know, cases are going to surge. We're going to get a third wave. It's going to be bigger possibly than the January wave. But if that doesn't lead to more people being hospitalised and it doesn't lead to deaths, does it really matter? Well, I think this is the point. And does it really matter what Boris says about the 21st of June? Because I think psychologically, everyone's got that in their mind. They're going to go out and party. And the truth of the matter is that, look, there is a risk that cases will rise because there is a risk in every aspect of life. It's just about what is a reasonable risk. There's a risk when you cross the and road. And you've been very, you know, you 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 know, you yeah. say you lost a lot, you know, a parent to, to to COVID. You've you've followed all the rules. You know, your job has been absolutely massively hit by this. But you're just saying, yeah, I'm done now. Yeah, I think I'm getting to that point, especially with the vaccine being tarried out as this is it. This yeah. is the golden key. And, and, we, and we know that this vaccine does work. I mean, OK, double vaccine does work on the new variant. But this is this is the latest new variant. There'll be another one coming along. Don't you worry. Just like, you know, just like buses, you can always guarantee. But but this is the thing. It's, you know, there, there are predictions, you know, we're, we're going to have more people even going to hospital. But the NHS chiefs are now, it's quite, there are two noticeable things that have happened this week. One is Chris Hobson from NHS providers who's been a real cheerleader for lockdowns we had a few you know barneys uh, uh, over the, the the last year and um, and he said that look hospitals can cope with with this wave because it's younger people they're they're not really needing much treatment they're not going on icu ventilators they're they're coming in for a couple of days for oxygen and then they're going home again it's not an issue the nhs can cope and i think that's partly because they're really aware you've got more than five million people on the nhs waiting list you cannot be so basically shutting hospitals down again but but also the NH nhs england has now required that hospitals, when they say they've got COVID patients, they have to actually distinguish between people who are, have COVID and are being treated for COVID because that's why they're in hospital and people who are in hospital and have been tested because everyone who goes into hospital is tested and have COVID. But they're being treated for a broken leg or for a heart attack or whatever it is. And they also happen to test positive for COVID. It's been a year. People, have, people like me have been asking for a year. Can you tell us how many people are being treated with COVID and people who just happen to have COVID? And um, I mean, some of the people who supposedly have COVID patients in hospital right now, I mean, they're not even ill with it. It just they happen to have tested positive. So that that would change the, the figures an awful lot, because if that's people who aren't ill, then the figures won't look so scary. Um, and that would make it easier to open up. But I thought those were two quite interesting changes from from senior NHS figures. Yeah, there's definitely been a shift in mindset. And I think it's a long time coming because, oh. you know, 
I don't think that the Delta variant is also calling it is is not going to be the last one. This is like that that film franchise, the Fast and the Furious. They always promise that the next one is going to be bigger. And but actually, I, I think that people are not even bored of it i think people are changing their mindset towards it we're not going to get rid of this yep. we're not going to read zero we've got to live with this and, but and again this is what witty and valance were saying last spring i mean this is this is the extraordinary thing i mean one of the things that really frustrates me is um is things that boris johnson has said in the past i mean we are still even with this highly transmissible uh, variant without everybody who's supposedly at risk, even people my age apparently highly at risk who uh, who haven't had their double jab yet. Um, that, um, that that again, why haven't you booked your double jab, guys? You know, get on with it. Um, but um, but but th- th- we're told, you know, there are all these risks and and cases going up. We are still in a better place than the the best case scenario predicted by any of the models that Sage was using, and. And you know, that's with this highly transmissible variant. We didn't have any of the rises after March the 8th, April the 12th that were being predicted. A lot of this rise isn't, isn't if you look at the dates of, of where it's happening and why, you know, where it's happening around the country, unlikely to be as a result of unlocking on, on May the 17th. But back on 13th of April, the day after that big step where you actually, you know, pubs reopening outdoors and the like, the Prime Minister said... As we unlock, the result will inevitably be that we will see more infections. Sadly, we will see more hospitalizations and deaths. And people have just got to understand that. At the moment, I can't see any reason for us to change the roadmap to deviate from the targets that we've set ourselves. So they were predicting that. We didn't see more hospitalizations or more deaths at all in that period. And now we're seeing some more well below the, the, the best, not the worst, but the best case scenarios. So why is there even a question mark about unlocking? Is it just that the government has now decided we can't cope with any deaths at all? Well, I think that that is uh, a concern that I've, I've heard people talk about, you know, getting absolutely COVID free. And that, that's just never yeah. going to happen. And I do feel that 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 mindset has absolutely got to be shifted. Yeah. And also the government have played its hand. What what else? Because, you know, it's always about like, you know, yeah, we've got to get on top of this and then we'll get to the summer. We've got to get on top of this and then we'll get to Christmas. Got to get on top of this. We'll get to the vaccine. There's nothing else that we can this play. Now. But that's it. We're, we're as safe as we're going to be, other than them insisting that, you know, every newborn baby is vaccinated within seconds of being born. I'm sorry, not going <laughs> not, not to happen on my watch. But I mean, this is, this is the thing. It's like, this is it, guys. We, we've got the double jab. Um, if you want to have the double jab, you can have had the double jab. If you're, if you're a low risk, if you're in your 20s and you're high risk, you've already had the double jab because you were on, you know, on the list long before, I, you know, even I got on the list uh, in, at 53. So, I mean, something like 20% of 20 year olds have already been jabbed. So because, you know, they're high risk, overweight or whatever. So I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't see why we can't open on the 21st absolutely fully. And they could just say, by the way, you know, if you're waiting for your second jab, you, you probably want to be a bit more careful. You know, I put, but fine. I but can... why, why would the rest of us have to wait? Because those people can't be asked to go and get their second jab. I, I put a fiver on it because I'm not I'm not earning loads of money at the moment. But I put a fiver on it that uh, in when it comes to the end of July, that's when we'll start talking about booster and going uh, into lockdown because people we, haven't had their we, boosters. Matt Hancock yesterday at the Health Select Committee defending himself against Dominic Cummings and again on every single <laughs> issue. I mean, just um, it wasn't good. PPE shortages, although there weren't any care homes and seeding of oh no. No, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't us. It was the it was the staff bringing it in. I mean, everything, everything he was saying. But he was asked, you know, what 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 have you got? You know, if if the variants basically do actually escape 
we get a new one that escapes the vaccine, what have we got? And he was talking about, you know, 100 days to develop a new vaccine to, to tackle a new variant and ask, well, what else would you do? And basically, you know, we're going to go back into lockdown. I mean, this is, I don't know why people don't get this. I've, I've realised this since last May. This is it forever until we say, no, we will accept a certain level of deaths in return for freedom because we accept a certain level of deaths in every other area of life in return for our freedom. On the plus side, cheaper Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to buy gifts to people you don't see. You make yeah, it very good. <laughs> Dave, always, always makes things better. Thank you so much. We are going to talk about the G7 summit and bring your wife to work day. Uh, 6.45 is the time. This is Talk Radio. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.